Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and have ourselves a drink. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, and we are back in the lobby bar for the week of July the 10th, 2023. Brian and Michaela here with you as always. And Michaela, you know, it's been real hot here in North and South Carolina, respectively. Uh, not a big fan of it. We totally skipped spring this year. It went from like 60 degrees to like 160 degrees overnight. And there's only one way to deal with this kind of heat. And that's with the spritz. Yeah, no, that's true. We had a we had a month or two of monsoonish kind of weather. It was like... That's really yeah. weird. It went from, it went from cold and wet to hot and wet. It was like, it was part England, part, you know, like tropics. I, I don't know. It was very strange. Um, it was. But the good, the good thing is that now, well, I don't know if it's a good thing. The sun is out. The sun's been out for a week. I'm completely sunburned. Um, it's 130,000 degrees out. There is no end to this in sight. Um, hopefully mother nature, uh, gets the memo that this, this truly can only be like a, a summer thing and we have a, a, a fall. So we'll have to circle back in September when, and hopefully the temperature will drop. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this only being an, a seven week thing. We'll, we'll see, we'll see how long that lasts, but I got to tell you when, uh, you came to me and said, I found this amazing drink, Michaela, you're going to love it. I was like, let, let me guess it's pink. And um and it has elderflower in it, and you were like, "Well, yeah, I'm you're half for right. two. You're you're half you know, right. You're half right. Yeah. But you have the secret ingredient, which is some mint, uh, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. amazing and so useful when you're trying to cool off. I don't know what it is about the 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 uh, biological concoction of mint, right? But people put mint in ice cream, and even when you add it to chocolate, for whatever reason, it, it's very refreshing. Which is weird because chocolate, not refreshing. It's just this, it's just this. You have it with lamb. You have it with lamb. And you, and you have it uh, in, in this cocktail today. It is, it is refreshing. And I, I was drinking a bunch of these over the 4th of July. Uh, Cause it was hot as it was like the hottest days and like recorded history uh, for our planet, which is scary. Uh, but I also, you know, was able to have a couple of Aperol spritzes, which is always a good time. So that's what we wanted to talk about today. Uh, we're making a variation on it called the Hugo spritz. But before we get into that, uh, Michaela, let's, uh, let's talk about the spritz a little bit. So basically your standard spritz recipe is pretty simple. Um, you can follow this. You can, uh, you can throw kind of whatever ingredients in here because the proportions are really uh, the key here. So you're going to go three parts of Prosecco, uh, two parts of a bitter liqueur. Um, Aperol or Campari are like the, you know, the classic ones. They're obviously the Aperol spritz. Um, but you can use like Chenar. You can use any sort of other bitter liqueur that you want. So you can probably even use like some sort of like cordial liqueur if you wanted to go like a, a fruitier route. That would be delicious. And then uh, some club soda, one part of club soda to that to get it really nice and extra effervescent-y. Um, and it's delicious. It is refreshing. It is perfect. Uh, you know, think of yourself sitting outside. 
here in Florence, Italy, uh, at a cafe, having an Aperol spritz, watching the world go by. And the Aperol spritz recently uh, turned 100. Uh, this was born in 1919. Uh, Aperol was created, invented, packaged, and sold in 1919. Thus was born the Aperol spritz. Uh, and there's a lot of different spritzes. And as I mentioned, we're talking Hugo spritz today. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, this is amazing. And you were so right when you found this, it is right up by alley. Um, so we're going to start with half an ounce of St. Germain or really it, you don't, it doesn't have to be St. Germain. St. Germain happens to be in this beautiful bottle and it's one of the most expensive, um, elderflower liqueurs out there, but let's be honest, find another beautiful bottle. There there's many out there. It doesn't have to be St. Germain. Um, half an ounce of that. Uh, you want a sprig of mint, Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, yeah, now, you're... do you do you slap this mint? <laughs> you do. You uh, you uh, Mac give it. A, give it a, what give what it do a they wee, call it? You give it, a, you give it a wee bit of a slap. Yeah, you're you're going to express it a little bit. So, uh, the trick to doing this is you're going to take your half ounce of Saint Germain and one sprig of this mint and put it in your wine glass uh, and give it a little bit of a muddle with your uh, muddler in the glass and just let it sit for a couple minutes. That's going to infuse the elderflower and mint. Uh, get you good to go. Uh, like I said, let it sit for a couple of minutes. Uh, then fill up your glass with some ice and then you're going to go with the rest of your ingredients right and the rest of the ingredients are four ounces of prosecco um any kind of prosecco you want um and then an ounce of your club soda or just sparkling water um i i recommend club soda just because it's going to have that little bit of extra sodium that i think is going to um kind of pop um mm -hmm. nicely but i mean yep. it's up to you um and then, of course, you want to garnish it. You want to make it pretty. And you can do that with like a slice of lemon or you can do that with some more mint. Um, but then you're going to drink this and you are going to love it. It Well, I don't know. I, I say that. I love this. This is definitely like my go-to summer drink probably until the end of time. Um, yes. I We have talked a lot this summer about all of our favorite summer drinks here at Drink the Movies. Um, we've done a lot of... of Things that are like very strawberry or peachish. This is none of those. It's so easy. I've got all the ingredients pretty much all the time. It's it's a win winner for me. And it's um, no Aperol in it, but it's it's very reminiscent of the Aperol spritz. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of it's kind of lighter. It's a little bit more uh, flowery, obviously, from the elderflower, uh, which is delicious. Um, so definitely give this a try. If you wanted to go like a mocktail route with that, uh, you could probably uh, get pretty close. There's a lot of really good elderflower uh, sodas out there now. Um, Fenimans makes one, I know. Uh, Bel Belvoir, I think is how you pronounce that. They make one. Um, there's there's a couple of them uh, at the grocery store. So you could probably, you know, grab one of those and then uh, maybe mix it with a bit of uh, uh, sparkling lemonade or just some extra uh, kind of club soda. And that mint uh, component would be a really nice kind of mocktail or uh, virgin version of of this uh, Hugo Spritz. So give that a try, help you beat the heat. Uh, and it, you know, would be an excellent cocktail. You know, if you're sitting around uh, outside or if you're sitting around at home uh, watching a movie, that's probably what you should be doing. Uh, if you're headed out to the movie theater to see something, uh, I don't know what it was going to be because we're recording this early. Uh, this week we had Joyride and Insidious uh, The Red Door uh, came out this past weekend. We'll have to see how those fare. Uh, Patrick Wilson is uh, directing uh, the third installment of Insidious here. That's going to be his directorial debut. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Patrick Wilson, he's pretty good. Yeah. No, I mean, he he's like the new king of all things horror, right? He's been in like 85 horror films. Not some, He's been in the Insidious. He's been in all the Conjurings, the Annabelles. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he was in that one. It was like an indie film. Maybe it wasn't indie. I just maybe it just went direct to video. But it was uh, it was called In the In the Tall Grass. I don't know oh. if you saw that, but that no. that was creepy AF. It was very creepy. Um, and he was in it. I mean, he's just amazing. And he's done some other really cool stuff. I loved him in Angels in America. Um, that was probably the first time I ever saw him. Um, that's a really great five hour uh, <laughs> miniseries. I don't know if it really is considered a miniseries, but I think it's in two parts. So it's a two part series. That's anyway, right. he's amazing. Um, so I'm actually really excited because I love scary movies. I know this is not your thing, uh, Brian, but right. I love it so much. So now I, I feel like I need to go rewatch the first two um, because they all sort of start to run together. But I've heard, I have heard that this is supposed to be the absolute scariest film of the Insidious trilogy. Okay, well, there you go. You got so uh, go check that out. Go check out Joyride. Uh, go check out uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, that's going to be coming into its second week. So we'll have to check back in on the uh, box office uh, for that uh, next time uh, we get together for a lobby bar. Uh, but uh, it's funny you mentioned that uh, five hour miniseries because we've basically got a five hour uh, film miniseries coming our way uh, this weekend, Michaela. I think we have plans to talk about it on the podcast, but that is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One, uh, two hours and 45 minutes. So of Tom Cruise, uh, motorcycle goodness, but uh, I don't know, pretty exciting stuff. This is going to be the seventh installment for Mr. Cruz playing. Uh, what's the, what's the guy's name? Ethan Hunt. Uh, what's that? Ethan, Ethan Hunt. Hunt. Ethan Hunt. That's right. Uh, bring it on, Ethan Hunt. I will say this about Mission Impossible. Um, I think I've seen the first two, although the third one has uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in it, and I feel like I remember seeing that. So maybe I saw the first three. I don't know for sure, but I will say this: uh, this could be a hot take, uh, but I think it's the right take. The Mission Impossible theme is probably the best theme. Of all time. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, everybody knows it. Um, even my son is like humming it. And, you know, throughout this last week, he really wants to see this this seventh film. Here's wait, the thing about wait, the wait, wait, wait. Film. Does, does he hum it when he's doing something uh, like that he should definitely not be doing? Yes, <laughs> that, absolutely. That he's literally like the last time I heard him do it, he was in my pantry crawling up the 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 shelves like yeah, a ladder, yeah, yeah. right? Oh, Trying yeah, to get to the okay. Oreo cookies that we have. We thought we were smart and we hid them in the very back. Um, but he's just like, do, 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 do. And then of course he can whistle now and I can't whistle. So I'm a little jealous, but he's like, and then when he gets it, he's like success. And it's so funny. Oreos were the mission that he chose to accept. That's right. That's right. I mean, there was no dynamite involved, but um, yeah, I mean, who doesn't want, uh, you know, it's so it, that, that it's they're so fun. Um, and the fact that this one features a real Tom Cruise really going over a real cliff like eight times uh, to get this. These shots are insane. Yeah. If you've not seen that extended preview, go look it up. Uh, it's going to make you excited to see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One for sure. That's right. Absolutely. So that's coming our way this week. So we're going to be heading out to the theater to see that. Uh, We'll have to find out if there's going to be any uh, Dead Reckoning cocktails at the theater. Might check that out on our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash drink the movies. We just did one of those last week for some uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny cocktails. Uh, Did that before we went and saw that. And that was our main show last week. This week on the main show, something, you know, very similar to Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Noises off. Uh, That's going to be a big exuberant time for sure. So make sure you tune into the main show. Uh, this week to check that out. But uh, for now, Michaela, uh, we're not headed into a movie because I'm headed out of town. That's why we're recording this early. So I got to pack my bags. I got to grab myself a, some ingredients to make a Hugo spritz when I get where I land and I'll I'll be all set. 
So have a great weekend out there. Uh, go see a movie and we'll talk to everyone next time in the lobby bar.